this episode of the Connecting Faith to Life podcast. I'm Trey Rhodes, a Connections Pastor in Northwood Baptist Church here in North Charleston, South Carolina. In just a few moments, our lead pastor, Dr. Tommy Metter, will be joining the conversation as well. In our crazy and chaotic world, our hope is that these few minutes will help you stop and reflect on your relationship with Jesus as you learn to connect Christ-centered faith to your everyday life. We have blown right through 150. We're on episode 156 of the Connecting Faith to Life podcast. And the weeks just keep going by. They do. And more and more people listening. You were just yeah. telling me just a minute ago how we've had a lot of listens from last week, yep. which yep. was a very, yep. very impactful. Ms. Kim came and talked about yeah. the pro- uh, pregnancy center and... It was, a, it was a good episode. And so just continue. Good conversation. You're doing a good job getting the word out, and we appreciate it greatly. So uh, and we hope that you'll continue listening and continue promoting uh, Connecting Faith to Life. So uh, if you do that on Facebook or Twitter or text or in your small group or at church or whatever, keep on doing it. We can help uh, reach and influence people so they connect the Word of God to their everyday lives. Um, well, Pastor. Um, well, Pastor. Well, Trey, we need yeah. to talk about you for just a minute. Oh, <laughs> oh you're going you're gonna to go there? Well, it, it is your birthday. Uh, if you're listening it, it on the is. day release, today is Pop's birthday. And it is a special, I don't think, well, I have, I worked one time on my birthday, WCSC, back in the day, back when I was about mm. 19 years old. I think on my 19th birthday, I worked on my so birthday. So you usually take the day off on your birthday. Yeah, I do. But we had yesterday off because it was 4th of July. Yeah. And so it's hard to take both days off. It's hard to take off. both days yeah. off. And you had a lot to do. Because we're going out of town next week. We're going to a, exactly. uh, lead a, a missionary conference. And um, so, yeah, but today is your, how do you feel? I don't feel <laughs> you any feel different. the same as you did yesterday. Yeah, I feel the same. Uh, I had a I had a back issue because I'm an old man. Uh, on <laughs> I knew you didn't say that. Thank you, brother. Um, that was Scott uh, doing yeah. that for us. But anyway, I, I had a back issue, but I'm over it. Good for you. So I'm happy. And you, you your wife just took you out to lunch. Yep. Where'd she take you? Uh, she took me home, and we had I had that's a not taking tur- you out. That's taking. She just got home for a turkey sandwich. I had a turkey sandwich, and she had oh, a man. peanut butter and jelly. But we spend lunch together, brother. I don't get to do that very often with her. So, all right. Did you ever go bird watching? No, but I've been trying to talk her into it. <laughs> I thought that was like the big thing. It know? is. It is a big thing. Okay. It just didn't work, brother. Okay. Okay. Anyway, well, we're going to make it Pops. happen. Happy birthday. Thank you very much. You don't look a day older than you did yesterday. <laughs> well, that means a lot to me. That really does. <laughs> oh, wow. We're getting a lot of, uh, yeah. Thanks, Scott. Um, anyway. What we are going to talk about today is something that uh, we are all bad at, and that is being distracted. It's, okay, uh, so let me ask you a question yeah. before we start talking about it. Are you, are you easily distracted? I can't remember what we were talking about a minute ago. <laughs> That's because you're old, not oh, because that. you're distracted. <laughs> oh, yeah, I knew that was coming. Oh, all right, man. anyway, but but it really is, and it is true. Uh, are you easily internet. distracted? You didn't answer my question, Pops. Are you easily distracted? Yes. Yeah, you are. Very easily distracted. <laughs> I'm distracting you right I am, now. <laughs> I am the, I don't know if you've ever seen Up and the dog, he always says squirrel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you? That is me. Well, what is that over there? Kelly said, yeah. what are we just talking about? I don't have any idea. Yeah. I, just, I was looking at that over there. It's so. easy to get distracted, isn't it? Yeah, like we were talking yesterday morning and I saw a beautiful uh, uh, Mississippi kite, which is a bird, fly by the mm-hmm. window. Mississippi kite, you bird watcher, you. Yeah, and I yeah. looked at I said, Kelly, look at that. It's, it's it's some type of a raptor. It's a raptor of sorts. I thought anyway, those were dinosaurs. Yeah, the, but no. Anyway, oh. that's a bird. But okay. anyway, so I saw it, and then I had no idea what we were talking about after that. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah well, this is a good conversation. This today. is a good, and especially when it comes to the digital to, world. To the digital world, and it's easy for me to get distracted. My yeah. wife corrected me the other night, and I felt terrible, but she was right. 
Distracted by the digital stuff. Distracted by the digital stuff, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if you remember a couple of weeks ago, we started talking about this digital world. And we talked about a couple of weeks ago, last week, obviously, we, we took a little segue in light of Roe v. Wade. We brought Miss Kim in to talk about the uh, pregnancy center. But we had begun talking a couple of weeks ago about um, the digital world and, and some commitments that mm-hmm. we can make to live well in this digital world. And so we want to continue this conversation about the digital world and how it influences us, how we can live in this digital world well. And so I thought it'd be really helpful for us to think about how this digital world distracts yeah, us I think it's and really what good. we can do uh, to maybe overcome some of those distractions that the digital world brings into our lives. But just remembering pops that, that the digital world isn't all bad, obviously. Mm-hmm. It's good. I'm very thankful for technology, very thankful for uh, how technology in a lot of ways has has made life you know, easier in some ways, how mm-hmm. technology has opened up some, some new ways of ministry for the church. I mean, technology has been a very good thing. And I don't know if you know this, Pops, but technology has been around since the beginning of time. Mm. Everything. That they, guy who invented the wheel. I was going to say that was a technology. That was a technological advancement. Yeah, it was. Yeah, well, even biblically, you go back and you think about the story of Cain and Abel. And, mm-hmm. and after Cain um, commits that, you know, just terrible sin of murdering his brother, and he begins to, 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 to go in a different direction, builds the first city. That's a technological mm-hmm. development that you see right in the Bible. So, so technology has been around forever, or at least since the beginning of time. And, and, um, so it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just how we respond to it. And when we think about the last 20 or 30 years, this digital revolution that we find ourselves in. We always spend about the first 20 years of a new new advancement. I feel like we spend the first 20 years saying how terrible that advancement is. Yeah. And then we say, well, we start, better start using it or we're going to lose out. Right, right, right. And, uh, you know, everything from in, in our lifetime, television, that was the devil's playground. Video was horrible. Uh, uh Internet was the internet, especially when, in my day, email. Oh, that was going to destroy the world. Email was going to destroy the world. <laughs> um, and it's just been every time something comes up, it's just going to be the most awful thing that ever happened. And yet we've got to find ways inside that te- technology to take the good with the bad. Yeah, so it's not the most uh, awful thing. It's actually a good yeah. thing. Just how do we use it well and, and how do we use it in mm-hmm. such a way that does, does not distract us mm-hmm. from what's most important in life. And so, so that's what we're going to talk about. How, how do we, um, you know, use technology, how do we live in this digital world in such a way that we're not distracted by the digital world? And so what we want to do on this episode is to simply answer three questions, answer three questions that I think are going to help us uh, to know how to live well in this digital world without giving in to a lot of distraction. All right. Well, here's the first question. Why do we want distractions? That's an odd question, isn't it? (laughs) That is an odd question. Do you think we really want them? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. We want to be distracted. That's part of our problem is we like to be distracted. We, I don't know if you know this or not, Pops, but we crave distractions. Do you mm-hmm. know why we crave distractions? Because life is hard. Mm. I mean, there's real troubles in life. And so we want something to get our minds off the troubles of life. That's mm-hmm. why it's so easy to turn to, to media, whether it's to turn to your phone and scroll social media for a couple of hours or to watch it or to binge on Netflix or whatever the case may be, uh, that, that digital world that's there says what to us? It says escape for a little while. Escape real life, escape your troubles and just come focus here for a bit. That, that's why you're even seeing things now created or being created like the metaverse. Have you heard mm-hmm. much about the metaverse? 
Tell me. Metaverse is is this going to be this all you, you well you've seen the the virtual reality yeah. glasses or whatever they are, the Oculus that whatever those things are where you can put it on and it, they transport you to a different world. And so so now this metaverse is being developed where you can literally have an alternate reality uh, that's digital that you can and I don't know if you you've seen this in, in some of the uh, the news or whatever but but you can buy a virtual property what? Yes. You can go buy a house in the metaverse, man. You can oh, use and and, and, and and people are spending a lot of money to buy this stuff. You can buy you can buy a virtual wardrobe to wear on your digital self. You can I mean it's just it's crazy. There are even some churches, not very many, but I've noticed a couple of churches that have already started offering worship services in the metaverse. I read an article and I'd have to go back and and, and show it to you, Bob, because you would not believe it. There's already been baptisms in the metaverse. Mm. Isn't that wild to think about? That is. Just so, so we're and that's creating. Why, that's why I'm, I'm, you know, we get old and die because <laughs> some of this stuff is just so far beyond. I anything. don't want to live for this stuff. Yeah. yeah. But, but, but yeah, that's, that's the, the deal that, that, you know, we're creating a complete alternate universe for us to live in that's digital. It's, it's wild. But, but part of the reason why is we want that distraction. We want mm. a way to escape the troubles of life. And, and so, so some of us turn to the digital world because it offers us that escape. So the reality is we want to be distracted because we want to escape troubles or, or, or think about it this way too, Pops, not only to escape troubles, some of us want, want to escape the silence. Hmm. You ever thought about that? That, that we live I'm, in I'm, a world where all we get oftentimes is noise and we don't know what to do when there's not noise. Oh, so when there's not noise, we've got yeah, to have some yeah, somewhere. Yeah. yeah. I remember, um, a couple of years ago, well, it was uh, lots of years ago. It was before Luke was born. We had um, a couple in our, our last church. They had a lake house, and they let us go stay in their lake house. And uh, at that lake house, they didn't have any TV. The phones didn't work. It was silent. Mm. And? It was terrible. I was going to ask. Yeah. Terrible or good? I mean, I would like to say it was good, but 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 even for me, uh, and I spent a lot of my day kind of working sometimes alone when preparing sermons. Or But even when I'm doing that, I've got my, my headphones on. I'm listening to music. I mean, even even me, I, I, there, there's just something about not wanting there to be just complete silence, mm-hmm. right? Uh, we want to escape the silence. And so if, because of that, sometimes we'll let the digital world distract us because you know what happens in silence sometimes? You have, to, you have to think and reflect. I was going to say. That's and exactly we don't right. want to think and reflect, mm-hmm. right? And so we'll escape to the digital world so we don't have to sit in silence and actually think and reflect on our lives. You see what I'm saying? And so so we, again, want that distraction. Or think about this, and this is probably, you know, common for all of us. We want to be distracted from the work that needs to be done. Yeah. It's hard to get to work sometimes, isn't it, Pops? It is. And so just to procrastinate, we'll scroll that Facebook page or we'll watch that YouTube video or wherever the case may be. We'll take a visit to the metaverse, whatever it is, just so we can put off what we know must be done. Because work can be hard. Yeah, I mean, I think about, you know, just just the process of getting started on a Monday morning, whatever your job is, whether it's, you know, uh, um, going out and doing construction or whether it's like, like me getting ready to, to do some, some deep thinking and praying and studying of the scripture, man, it, it takes a lot to get ready for that. And sometimes I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll go over to the YouTube just to, cause I'm not quite ready to get to work. And so I end up putting things off a little bit. And so, so we, we, we want to be distracted because we don't want to get to the real work sometimes mm-hmm. that needs to be done. Or you think about, you know, um, man, here it is July. What, what day do you cut your grass on Trey? Oh, uh, it's almost always Saturday. Saturday? Yeah. I usually cut my grass on Friday. I like cutting the grass. I like the finished product. 
But when it's 115 degrees outside, I'm looking for a distraction. I just got an electric lawnmower, and you can mow it anytime you want, by the way. You can mow it anytime you want. In the morning, no noise. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Absolutely you don't have to quiet. Worry. Yeah, so. well, maybe I need to do that. But, but, but you know, we, we, we're people who want distraction because we want the escape from troubles. Mm-hmm. We want to escape the silence, and we want to escape the work that we need to do. And so, yeah. so distraction is common to us, and the reason why we give in to distraction is because deep down inside of us, we really want to be distracted. Do you ever so think about that? That's what we want. Yeah. We want it. Yeah. I know that uh, there have been times in my life I'm just I'm just absolutely brain dead exhausted. I don't know. You yeah. know, those days that you've had where all you did was think all day long. Yeah. I come home and I cut, uh, I watch dumb British murder mysteries. Yeah, you've told us about your anyway, fascination with British shows. You yeah. Know, the British <laughs> cooking show that puts you to sleep tonight. Yeah. British anyway, murder mysteries. Yeah, British. You know, Downton so, Abbey, you watched all of those. Downton Abbey, yeah. So. You Mr. Bean fan? No. No. Oh. <laughs> I don't get British humor at all. <laughs> Mr. Bean's the only good thing the British put out. I don't get British humor. But anyway, so, but seriously, I, I, I can If you're it on, listening I, and you're British, I did not, not mean to offend you just now. There's lots of good things about the British culture, but Mr. Bean is one of the highlights. Okay. But here's my point. Here's my point is that I, I'm able to put that on and, and literally I go to sleep. Yeah. Because... I, I just got to rest my brain. And know? there's nothing wrong with that. We'll, we'll talk about that in a few moments. There's yeah, nothing I understand, wrong but with that. What I'm saying, it is a common desire. Yeah. But what happens is uh, with anything, we take something that we could use for good yeah. and we, we mess Absolutely. it up. Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. Second question. How does a digital world distract okay, us? Okay, so we so how want does that to be distracted, but but let's talk for a moment about how this distraction happens. And this is, this is an unhealthy distraction, right? Uh, a digital world obviously distracts us f- from being productive in our work. Mm-hmm. I would agree. You got things you got to get done. And so, so here's the question. So, so, so our line of work is a little bit different than the line of work some others might have. Uh, if, if, if you are obviously a police officer or, you know, a firefighter or uh, something along, something in the, the emergency services, you can't be distracted, mm-hmm. right? No, if you're, no. if you're in military service and it's, it's, it's wartime, you can't be distracted because be lives dead. depend on it. Your life depends on yeah. it, but then lives of others depend yes. on it about you being super focused. If you're an airline pilot, mm. I don't want to fly with you if you're distracted, right? I mean, come on now. So, so there's some lines of work that, that man, you, you are trained from day one. You better not get distracted. That's for sure. Uh, because lives will be at jeopardy and even your own life will be at jeopardy. But then there are those other lines of work where, you know, it's a little bit easier to be distracted. And I, I think, for example, people who are who are maybe uh, in the kinds of work that we're, not just ministry, but 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 the types of work where, where you do a lot of thinking, right? You do a lot of setting your own schedule. Mm-hmm. You do a lot of, you know, talking to people, uh, whether that's in sales or whether it's in ministry or whether it's maybe even uh, being a professor at mm-hmm. a college or a teacher yeah. at a school. Uh, th- these things that we would call maybe maybe knowledge work, mm-hmm. right? Uh, when I say knowledge work, that means you're, you're spending a lot of your time thinking, processing, putting things on paper, sitting in meetings, those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to be distractive and be unproductive. Mm-hmm. And you think about, you know, again, how many times maybe over the course of the work day you access some type of digital content to distract you from the work. I mean, yeah, just think about if you're working an eight, nine, 10 hour day, how many times did you touch your phone to check Facebook or to mm-hmm. watch a YouTube video or to check the TikTok or whatever the case may be? And so, so what, what a digital world does, it distracts us from being productive. Mm-hmm. There's a great book. It's called Deep Work by... Um, Carl Newport, uh, he, he talks about how to work 
in an undistracted way. And he gives all these tips about what to do to make sure that you are in a place where you can let your mind think deeply and work well without the distractions. Um, because the reality is, is, is we're so distracted that we might get the task done that we're supposed to do, but we don't get it done with our best. Mm -hmm. We don't give it, we don't give it deep enough thought, deep enough action or whatever the case may be. And so, so just understanding that, that, that digital world, it really does distract us from being at our best in our work. Yeah, it definitely does. When you think about this, not only does it distract us in our work, it, it distracts us from being intentional in building relationships, which is really interesting in it pops because you think about what the internet has done, what this digital revolution has done is it's brought the world closer. Mm -hmm. I mean, it still blows my mind that, that at any given time I can have a face to face conversation with somebody across the world. And we have, and we have, we have. And I, I did that just a couple of weeks ago. I had a face to face conversation with some of our, um, uh, missionary workers. I, I led a, a little conference with them across the world. Yeah. They were on the other side of the world and I was in my house on, you know, and I saw their faces, every single one of them. Mm -hmm. And so just to think, man, that's, that's an amazing gift that technology has given us. Mm -hmm. And so, so you think about in a lot of ways, what technology has done is it's allowed us to be closer and it's become an avenue for us to build relationships. Mm -hmm. I mean, not only you think about, you know, me being able to minister to people on the other side of the world through, uh, through, the, through the, the technology we have, but I mean, I just think, and this is a good thing. I don't think it's a bad thing. It's a good thing. I think about the number of couples I know nowadays mm -hmm. who met online and then got married mm -hmm. and dating is completely different. When, than it was, you know, 15, 20 years ago. When Stacy and I um, first started dating, that's not how we met, but that was just kind of getting started, yeah, yeah. right? But now it's, it's not uncommon at all to hear somebody's story. Well, how'd you guys meet? Well, we met online. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just more, and so, so you think about the, the internet, digital revolution, it, it in a lot, a lot of ways has brought people together, yeah. but at the same time, it's also torn people apart. Yeah. Right. And that's where I got in trouble. I was with somebody that I loved Yeah, and I was messing around with the internet yeah. and the person, I was trying to answer a question somebody had written me. And so anyway, but yeah. I was more concerned about the person on the internet than I was the person with me. Yeah, which makes yeah no sense, absolutely. But. So you think about social media, all those things where we're, we're scrolling down a page to see what's going on in mm -hmm. the lives of other people. But oftentimes we don't know what's going on in the lives of people that live in our own house. Mm-hmm. This is what, what the digital world has done. Yeah. It's given us access to everybody else. But while it's given us access to everybody else, in a lot of ways, it can harm the relationships we have with the people that are closest to us. It is a distraction to us really building intentional relationships with the people that we love. And just, you know, you think about it, Trey, and I'm, I'm bad about this and I need to get better and I know I need to get better and I'm going to try to get better. But even when you have your mobile device with you and you're out having coffee with somebody mm -hmm. or at, where is your mobile device usually? It's sitting on the table. In sitting front on of the you. table in front of you. Yeah. And so, just by having that device on the table in front of you, what are you saying? That's important to this me. This is important to me. Yeah. If somebody texts me or calls me, they're going to get my attention. Mm -hmm. So you, you are kind of saying to that person that you're with, whether it's your spouse, which I've been guilty of doing this with my spouse, whether it's your kids, whether it's you know somebody uh, you're just ha a friend or whatever the case may be, you're, you're you're saying to them, this takes precedent over you. The moment this thing rings, the moment it dings, I'm picking it up and I'm going to see who wants my attention. And so it just could be as simple as just this, this device that you have with you. 
is that when you're out drinking coffee with somebody or getting a bite of lunch, you just put it in your pocket or leave it in your car. You'll be all right for an hour. You see what I'm saying? And so, so that's the thing. These, these digital devices, this digital world, it really does in a lot of ways hinder us from building the most intimate relationships with the people that we love. Amen. So you think about that, you think about, um, Obviously, a digital world distracts us from being intentional in our relationship with God. Ooh. I mean, it just really does. You know, I, I use, and I'm sure a lot of people listening do, they use version. I do. Oh, my. Yeah, absolutely. But the problem is, is that my some of my apps come up and pop up yeah, at the top. Yeah, you got those notifications that are there. So there. I'm sitting there reading, whether it's my iPad or yeah, this, yeah. and there comes that notification immediately, distracted. Yeah, yeah. Immediately. Yeah. yeah. And I'm the same way. I use version. I mean, it's just, it's just easy in the morning yeah. to grab my iPad and open that, that app. And yes. you've got, and you've got your reading plan that's there. You can check it off exactly. as you go. And you've got multiple translations I can read from and just at the, you know, click of a button or all those. So I love that. Right. And I know that even in our church, a lot of people uh, use their, their iPad or yeah. their mobile device as their Bible that they bring to church with them. And I'm not necessarily opposed to that, whatever that works for you. That's fine. But just notice that, that, or just take note that if you are holding a device in your hand, mm. when you're communing with God, you are opening yourself up to distraction mm-hmm. you know, or you think about right just and it's what it is i'm not you know whether it's bad or good or whatever that's that's not the point but but the reality is is that for most of us when we first get out of the bed in the morning mm-hmm. the first thing we do is pick up our device mm-hmm. right who 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 texts us during the night or is there right. anything i need to catch up on facebook or let me check the you know the the, the weather news sources or the weather or whatever the case may be find out where the birds are flying right. and so so we'll spend a good 20 30 minutes on our phone when we get up in the morning mm-hmm. instead of taking that first 20 or 30 minutes and, and getting alone with the lord and and praying and seeking his face and so again that that digital world it really or even think about this pops i mean it is so much easier uh, to pick up your, a device and to search the news channels or whatever the case may be than it is to, you know, just get a good book that mm, can teach you something about the sure. things of God. You know, read a A.W. Tozer Attributes of God or whatever the case may be. It's sure a whole lot easier to let my mind go to things that really don't matter instead of picking mm. up something that might teach me something about God and his character. And so you're just thinking about, you know, how this digital world that we live in, it really does distract us from a relationship with God a lot of times. You know, I use a synthesis of the two. I use my U version, but mm. I also have a wonderful Schuyler Bible that yeah, I use, yeah. and that's what I read yeah. through. So I use the, uh, you know, the which verses I'm supposed to be reading for yeah. that day, but I'm reading in the Bible. The, the actual Bible. That's so it kind of keeps me That's away from, but I can use that if I need it as a yeah. tool. So anyway, just something to think about. One more, one more and then we're answering sure. this third question. So a digital world is distracts us from, from relationships, from work, from relationship with God. And it, and it, it also distracts us just from enjoying real life. Mm. I mean, I mean, just think about it. It, it, I, it takes no effort. buried in that thing. They, you're right. It takes no effort to watch a movie. Yeah. It takes some effort to go outside and maybe take your boys fishing. Yeah. Right. It takes no effort to pick up a phone and scroll for an hour. It takes some effort to go uh, take a walk, you know, with, with your spouse, where the case may be. And so what this device does is that it keeps you from enjoying real life, things that are actually happening in the world outside of your home that are off a screen. And, and, and just remembering, right, that, that we talked about this on a Sunday morning, we talked about Psalm 19, that mm, God has created yes. this beautiful world for us to enjoy for his glory. It shows us the glory of God. And so why not get out there and enjoy it? But this, this digital device, this digital revolution, it distracts us from enjoying this world and this life that God has given us. Amen. All right, well, let's jump to the third question. And that is, how do I begin to overcome the distractions? All right, so, so here's where we get nitty gritty. We're not going to spend a lot of time here, but just kind of think through this. How do I begin to overcome the distractions that are brought on by a digital world? Well, one, you've got to evaluate your media consumption. Mm-hmm. For, for a lot of us, it's just time to be honest. 
how much time am I losing to the digital world? Mm-hmm. Now I know some of us, you're like me and, and part of your career is, is, is based in the digital world. I mean, I think about for me, uh, responding to emails or, or preparing sermons where I'm using digital resources. So part of my, my work week is involved in the digital world. I know we've got programmers that go to our church. We've got it guys that go to our church. We have, have, you know, ladies who different, do different things online. So I know we got a lot of people in our church mm-hmm. that, that part of their lives, their work life is in the digital world. And I get that, but, but that, that, that part of your life that's not devoted to working in the digital world, uh, that that free time that you have, how much of that is being consumed by the digital world? And just being honest with that, mm-hmm. and, you know, on your 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 phone, if you're like me, you have an iPhone, it reports to me every week right. how much time I spent staring at my screen, and sometimes that's really really embarrassing and humbling. Well, I I, I was bragging to my wife. I don't spend more than two hours a day on the phone or yeah, whatever. Yeah. That's a lie because I put two hours on my phone to shut off at two hours. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I went, whoa, whoa, it was 1030 in the morning. I'm already locked out. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. So, you know, but just being honest with yourself and just asking how much of, of my time is being yeah. consumed by a digital world, whether it is a device or whether it's watching Netflix or whatever the case may be, or think about this, assess what you really value. Mm-hmm. So, so, so you're, consumption of digital media, what is it saying about what you value in life? Mm. If, if you find yourself spending five, six, seven hours on digital media every single day, it, it might show that what you value is time wasting. Yeah. Yeah. Or it is those distractions or it is whatever that thing is you're searching for the most on there. And I don't know, but, but just, you know, just assessing where do I really find value in life? And, and if you ask yourself that question, I think many of us find value more so in the digital world rather than this real world that God has made mm-hmm. for us to enjoy. And so that, that can be something we need to think about or think about this. This is just a real easy thing to do, especially if you're using your uh, device for, um, you know, Bible reading, or if you're like me and you you've got to get that deep work done. It, you really can turn off your notifications and put your phone away for expen- extended periods of time. Just try it. The next time you go out to eat dinner, with your spouse or your family or that friend of yours or whoever it might be, try leaving the phone in the car. Mm-hmm. Just just kind of see what it feels like to leave your phone in the car and see how much more you're engaged in the conversation. Or 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 you're sitting at your desk, you're trying to get stuff done. Turn all the notifications. You, on my phone, it's probably the same as your phone too, Trey. You can put your phone on do not disturb. Yeah, you can. Easy. Do it. One I button. do it. I One do button. it. In fact, I've gotten in the habit of, of when I... Because I said a computer and I've got a MacBook. So everything that pops up on my phone pops up on MacBook as well because mm-hmm. they're synced together. But I've, I've gotten to the point where I close everything out on my MacBook as well, except for my Bible study software. So, so And that's helped to, to limit those distractions. And so you can limit those distractions by turning off your notifications, by leaving your phone in the car. But just think about those little things that you can do that are going to help you not be distracted by every ding that comes across your phone. You can go into your phone and actually uh, choose what notifications pop up and don't pop up. Maybe mm-hmm. you need that text message to pop up, but you don't need all the, the tech, all the notification from ESPN and Fox right, news to pop right, up. You right. can take those off. Right. Sure. And so that might be a helpful thing for you to do. Um, or think about this, plan your screen time and plan mm-hmm. your downtime. Oh, okay. So what I mean by that is, 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 is probably a good thing uh, to plan your screen. It's okay to have some screen time. Mm-hmm. It's okay to veg out for a few minutes and check social media or to, you know, visit ESPN and see what the Braves are doing. All that's okay, right? Just plan for it. Instead of every 
few minutes compulsively uh, checking. Say, okay, after I get this done over the next couple hours, I'm going to take 10 minutes and, you know, catch up on social media and that's okay. Plan for that screen time and then plan your downtime. Okay. See, I think the reason why we get sucked into Netflix or sucked into social media or sucked into whatever it is that's, that's in that digital world when we have downtime is because we don't plan for anything constructive in our downtime. Mm-hmm. We don't plan, okay, when I get home this afternoon after I have dinner and I've got a couple free hours, I'm going to take my boys on, on, out to the pond and go fishing or I'm going to go out back and throw the ball or I'm going to sit down with my wife and we're going to, you know, play a board game or I'm going to read a book or I'm going to go to the, the shop and build something or whatever the case may be. We, we don't plan for that downtime. Mm-hmm. And since we don't plan for it, we, we let just other stuff distract us. And so take some time to say, okay, here's some things I want to accomplish this week in that downtime I have. It might be some extra family time. It might be a project you want to work on. It might be developing a new skill or a habit in that plan to do that in that downtime and then execute it. I think the reason why we are so distracted sometimes is we just don't plan on how we can best use that downtime or that free time that we have during the day. Here's a tip from, from me. Uh, I use it. For instance, my wife says I need help with, doesn't matter what I'm doing on on my phones or that sort of thing. I say, I'm there. And I go, whatever it is she needs help with, I go do it. Just stop. So I complain about it. (laughs) Be distracted. (laughs) For me, this is what helps. I'm distracted from that distraction yeah. of the internet, whatever it is, I can always say, okay, I'm stopping here. That's right. Good. Anyway. Good. Good. Well, Pastor, I Good. think I like this, it. this has been a great way to think it through. Um, just as we do that though, let's, uh, we got somebody that's really having a struggle with this right now. They're yeah. listening. All right. Where can they, where, where yeah. can they start with this? If you know that you are really struggling with the distraction of the device, I think the one thing that you would probably help you that you probably don't want is accountability. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Whether that's accountability with your, with your spouse, uh, with, with a, a close friend, you know, with, with your, with your children, but someone to hold you accountable says, Hey, I noticed today that you were distracted. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and just having that built or someone that you'll answer to, Hey, how, how much time do you spend on the phone today? Yeah. And sharing that information with them. And I think that accountability, uh, kind of helps us to see where we struggle and that accountability encourages us to maybe uh, do a little better in that particular area. So get some accountability and be honest with yourself and, and begin putting a plan in place to overcome the distractions. Amen. Well, Pastor, close us out and get us ready for next week. All right. We do hope today's episode has been helpful for you. And if it has been helpful for you, we uh, invite you to leave us a five-star review that helps us to get word out about our podcast. Uh, right now, go ahead and hit, hit that subscribe button. That way you get new content delivered to your device every single week. And as always, we hope that today's episode has helped you connect faith to life. <laughs>